Hello, this is Justin Benson, and today I would like to discuss the text Argumentation and Advocacy Towards a Theory of Visual Argument by David Birdsell and Leo Grarkey. So this article was very integral in highlighting the visual aspects of argument. Um, So argument that is made through film or television or any type of imagery explicitly. And what is so interesting about this article is that it asserts that visual arguments are not always inherent. So when you see maybe a picture or a political cartoon, they're not always inherent or intrinsically um, trying to convey a message like on the sly. Um, But the authors argue that the pictures can speak and have as much merit and weight as words do an argument. And I think that that's a very important argument to make. Um, However, in order to make that argument, one must understand um, the nuances and implications of words and imagery, just like the nuance and implication of different maybe rhetorical devices and sarcasm, tone, intonation, things that are exclusive to um, just language and speaking when using that to further an argument rather than imagery. So um, to dive into that nuance, I felt was uh, pretty interesting from the authors. And the first example that um, they provided, the first image that they provided is the image of the fish, the don't you get hooked. And the fish is, um, of course, approaching a hook, but there is a cigarette uh, in the fish's mouth, and um, don't you get hooked is kind of faded into the image. But um, in order to understand the significance of that image, one must um, understand the implications behind everything that the image means, from the cigarette to getting hooked to what it means to... Um, have a hook by a fish and the dangers for that fish and relating the dangers of that fish to the dangers of a human um, and how one can tie the parallel of the fish's health and well-being to a human's health and well-being just off of the base of that hook and um, incorporating the cigarette into the discussion that being such um, a you know struggle that people um, struggle with and it can it's very highly addicting so um, and something that very much has the propensity to um, ruin and end one's life just based off of how toxic it is but it is addicting and um, if you know about the hook you know about uh, having to bait the hook so all of these things um, of course need to kind of be known in order for the argument to be understood in full. However, um, it's just something that people have to learn and practice and get better at, just um, like, you know, human language. And 
arguments being made. If you were to say something, I guess, sarcastic or something argumentative or maybe even um, using the example that the text provided about the payroll, um, it's where it says, do you think the faculty will get a raise? And then uh, the colleague responds, oh, sure. Um, we have a growing deficit, enormous new demands on our operating budget, flat revenues, and government hostile to public education. I expect 15%. So if somebody who's not familiar with finance and how all of the factors that Marianne um, listed, how they can be you know, fiscally burdensome to a company and a business, if one doesn't have... Um, kind of prior or existing knowledge about that the sarcasm that may or may not be depicted by Marianne's comment may not be conveyed to the reader so it definitely just depends on context um, and it depends on the um, opponent or the co-arguer or the receiver's um, relationship or predisposition to certain things that may help them understand the argument that's being made.